0: While I get set up here a bit, I'll go a bit of light. Like when you get older, you have all these things you have to do, so we don't need to work because it's work just being old. <laughs> 29's not old. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I, I actually want to go through all that again. <laughs> I'd probably do it a lot better. Well, good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. morning. I had kind of a bad week last week, but That's all over with now. I'm still here. I'm still living. Amen. So, uh, and thank you all for your prayers. And uh, so what we've been talking about, Pastor Brad and Pastor Tracy's been talking about moving forward. I've got here moving forward, marching on in baptism. And George, what was the very first song you sang? There was the first line this that said something about the Spirit... Oh, when the Spirit of the Lord moves within my heart, I will dance as David danced. And I thought that went right along with what we're talking about today. Yeah, all the COVID Because <coughs> I have sinus, and those of you that have that know what that's like. And in these days with the COVID, you don't even dare to sniffle or cough or anything, but... Uh, when you got sinus, you can't really, can't really help that. So, when I'm talking about moving forward, marching on, I think of that old hymn we used to sing, "Onward, Christian Soldiers." And when I became a Christian, they used to sing that, and the church used to be full. And when we all sang that, it was just like we were soldiers marching on for the Lord, "Onward, Christian." You know that, you guys? Christian soldiers marching as to war. And it was, I I like that hymn. And that's what that, this reminded me of when I was preparing this sermon um, about marching on. So, um, most things in life move forward, don't they? Everything goes forward. Now, there are a few things that don't go forward believe it or not. And what I'm thinking of is when my aunt and I went to Ontario, Ontario, we came back on a train. And the train would go forward quite a long way, so we was thinking, oh, we're getting home now. Because she was anxious to get back home, so she was making me anxious. And we'd be going just along, just as good, and then all of a sudden, they, we would have to stop, and the train would have to go backwards for about a mile or two to let an a express train, express train, is that what it's called, to come through. And that must have happened, I'd say, a good five, six, seven times before we finally made it to Halifax. So there are some things that will go backwards, <laughs> but usually everything goes forward. Now the scripture I have today is found in the NLT, And it's chapter 3, Philippians chapter 3, Philippians chapter 3, I'll wait for everybody to get there, verses 13 and 14. Chapter 3, Philippians Mm -hmm. verses 13 to 14. Now Paul said, No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Now, as I said, things go forward, life goes forward. We've heard that old expression many times, people will say, time waits for no man. And it's true. If we don't get moving, life passes us by. We think we have all kinds of time to do this and that. And the next thing you know, life is is passing us by. I remember when I was young, we all used to couldn't wait till we were sixteen. Couldn't wait to get to sixteen, and now here I I am today, sixty six years old. So time does pass us by, uh, and uh, so we have to make sure that we are living life to the fullest, as best as we can, and doing the things that we love, and loving our families. Now, I noticed that one thing, now, all, some of you here have lost a loved one, and you know what that's like. I, I, I know what that's like as well. Uh, when my mother passed away, It hit me really hard. And um, I thought, 60 years old and that's it. It's all over. And uh, 60 years isn't a whole lot of time when, when you think about it. And I also felt that the world should stop. Everybody was running around, you know, doing their thing. And I was thinking, my mother has died. You fellas are all going on your lives, and nobody cares, and this is the way I was thinking. And But the world and life kept going. So in moving forward, there was a man that said this, if we always do what we've always done, we'll always be what we've always been. Mm-hmm. Meaning, if we don't move forward and start doing things... Uh, especially for the Lord. We will stay right where we are. Now I have a question. How many here today, and those of you online, wish to move forward with God today? Now I know all of you here wish to move forward in God. Um, Now some may be thinking that they want to move forward from a relationship, maybe from a job, Maybe a different place to live, and the list can go on. But we're talking about moving forward in the Lord today. I'm going to read that scripture again. This is what Paul says, just as a reminder. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. But I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. Isn't that wonderful? Now I have read that what Paul meant was that his goal was to know Christ and to be like Christ and to be all that Christ had in mind for him. And this is a helpful example to us because we should not let anything take our eyes off our goal, and that is knowing God more, Jesus more. Just like an athlete that's in training, we have to lay aside everything that is harmful to us and get rid of anything that may distract us from our goal, from moving forward with God, and what he has planned for our lives. And as we know, the devil will use many things To try to distract us and keep us from doing that. He does not want us to move forward. And some of the things that happens when we start to move forward with God, we think sometimes, oh, that's just light. But I think we should take a little deeper look into that. Because Satan does not want us as a Christian to move forward. And the question is, this is another question, what holds us back? Many times in our lives, we have things that hold us back from moving forward with God. And it can be many things. Things we have allowed to come into our lives. Sometimes it can even be worry. We're so caught up in worrying. I know myself, I used to be like that. So caught up in worrying night and day that nothing else, I couldn't think of anything else. My mind was on it night and day. It took the first place in my thoughts. And we will spend all day and all night trying to figure things out. Instead of giving it to God. See, we have that resource as a Christian. We can go to someone who knows about everything. And he can take care of those things for us. And sometimes, here we go, it can be age. (laughs) It's funny that I'm talking on this today, because when I line this sermon, I thought I was even it was me thinking about my birthday, but it can be age. Sometimes we'll find ourselves grumbling as we get older in the church, people in the church, thinking, well, I'm too old now to do anything for the Lord, so I'll just sit back and let the younger crowd uh, have their way and do their thing. And I almost began to think this way, actually I did, when God called me to do this. I think I even mentioned it to Pastor Bray. And uh, but then God placed him in mind many people he used in the Bible that were old. They were older. Uh, I'm going to say older. Because, well, Adam, well, it wasn't Adam. Yes. Adam lived to be 930. <laughs> Noah lived to be 950. And Abraham lived to be 175, and we know Abraham and Sarah had a child at their old age. And I'm stopping there (laughs) because that's not going to be me. But we do think that. And I'm thinking of—I'm not calling you old, Frida, by no means. She's a young woman at her age, but she has not give up, given up doing something for the Lord. She's opened her home up. Right. For us, for a lady's Bible study. Yeah. She might not be able to run around and do everything that she used to do and probably could do when she was younger, but she's doing that. Yeah. So there's always something we can do That's right. for the Lord. Now, um, the reason why we start thinking we're old is because the world has a set age for us. Mm-hmm. When we get 65, we retire. So we start thinking, well, I'm... Retired now, I'm old now, you know, what, what can I do at this age? But, you know, this is the good part. There is, there is no set age for the things of God. God can use us from a baby, child, up to till the day that we, we go home to be with Him. Mm. So there's always something to do in God's kingdom. And I'm glad, I'm glad that we don't retire uh, working for the Lord. Sometimes we do not want to move forward with God because we are afraid of what He'll ask us to do. I remember years ago when I first became a Christian, and even not, not too long ago, you'll hear people say, well, I don't, I don't dare to step in and ask God what He wants me to do because He might want me to be a missionary. <laughs> people used to say that, well, oh, I don't know what I'll do if He calls me to be a missionary. So they don't dare to ask Him. Well, my answer to that is don't worry about that because if God asks you to do that, He will give you a way to do it. That's right. And from what I know now, God usually, uh, when you call to do something, it's usually something you already have skills in. Mm-hmm. Now, I have, I have heard different ones say that they had no inkling of being a missionary and then all of a sudden God has called them. But once they get into it, they find that they really like it, and that's what they should be doing. So don't worry about that. And sometimes we don't want to move forward with God because of our past. Past sin. Things that we have done before we we knew the Lord. And uh, and In 2 Corinthians, Paul says this about that. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone, and a new life has begun. Um, Someone once said, we have to let go of the past because it can hurt our vision for the future. Now, what you did before you knew the Lord, that's gone. In God's eyes, that's gone. Now, I know with people, sometimes people aren't willing to let go of those things if they know you. But never mind that. You step out and do what the Lord wants you to do, and he'll take care of all that. Because you're a new creature. I can't even say it. A new person in Christ. Now, sometimes we don't want to move forward with God because it can be that we're enjoying too much of the world. It's the truth. And so our relationship with God is kind of put on the shelf. We let our relationship with him slip. Mm -hmm. And uh, many times God does want us to move forward, but we have one foot in the world and one foot in the Mm -hmm. kingdom, and that doesn't work. I can tell you that personally because I've done that. I let my life, Relationship with the Lord slip at one time, and I kept making the same mistakes over and over again. And many of you have heard me say I went around that mountain, round and round and round that same mountain, and finally I came to my senses and I started going up the mountain. I started conquering the mountains in my life with the help of God. I had to reach out to God, but He was there. He was always there, and I knew it. And I reached out to him when I finally conquered those mountains in my life. And you can too. And uh, so I'm studying the Old Testament, the Israelites, the poor Israelites. If you read the Old Testament, they 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 kept going around and around the same mountain too. <laughs> um, But we learn in Genesis that God used Moses to lead his chosen people, the Israelites, out of slavery from Egypt. Mm -hmm. And when the time came after all the plagues, Pharaoh finally let them go. And what did the people do? Well, they started packing up all their belongings and their families, and they started moving forward. And then we find that they came to the Red Sea. And the enemy is behind them. So they can't go back and they can't turn to the right and they can't go to the left. And God tells Moses to tell the people to go forward. But there was no apparent way, apparent way to move forward. They had no boats. They had no bridges. And they couldn't possibly swim. So there they were. But what does God do? He tells them to move forward. And when they did... God did something He had never done before, and Israel escaped on dry land. He parted the Red Sea. Right. So the unexpected can happen when we move forward. Mm. Good things can happen. Yeah. I know that good things are happening in my life. I feel for the first time that I am finally living, Amen. and it's all because of God. And there is only one way to move in the kingdom of God, and that is forward. How many has tried to walk backwards? (laughs) Ah, it's not very easy, is it? And skate backwards. That doesn't even work at all for me. (laughs) But there are some people that can, but it's very difficult. But anyway, getting back to the Israelites, this was a trip. This should only took them eleven days. Instead, it took them forty years, and the reason was they they kept disobeying God. And that sounds like us sometimes. We we seem like we're uh, we don't have tires, but it seems like we're spinning our wheels. Now at one point they came to the uh, Mount Sinai and Moses went up in the mountains to receive the Ten Commandments and while he was there, he was only gone a matter of days. And we find within that amount of time, what what did they have done? Anybody know? The golden calf. Yes, and they Yes, built the golden calf and was worshipping it. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Yeah. They had one foot in the world and one foot... In the kingdom. Now, the Bible warns us about that, having one foot in the world and one foot in the kingdom. God does not like lukewarmness. I think we talked about that a while back. But in First John chapter 2, 15 to 17, it says, Do not love this world, nor the things it offers you. For when you love the world, you do not have the love of the Father in you. It's quite harsh, isn't it? For the world offers us a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see, and pride in our achievements and possessions. And these are not from the Father, but are from this world. And this world is fading away, along with everything that people crave, But anyone who does what pleases God, we know, will live forever. And that is our goal, to live for Him. Mm -hmm. Now, it does not mean that we can't enjoy life. And it does not mean, you know, that we can't appreciate our accomplishments. But if we get too caught up in the pleasures of this world and things like that, we start to put God to the wayside. It does happen. It does, and it can happen very easily. First thing we'll start doing is neglecting to read our Bibles, our prayer life will suffer, and moving forward in our walk with the Lord just will not happen. I know, because I've been there. God has to be, as a Christian, our first priority. Anything else can become an idol in our lives, believe it or not. And... uh we have to put God before those idols in my life. And I right now, I'm a TV watcher. <laughs> Not that I sit down all day and watch television or anything like that. But I like certain programs. And, I, and when I started doing this, the Lord started speaking to me about wasting my time. And so I, had, I, I don't watch it as often as I used to. But that was becoming an idol to me. So nowadays, we don't bow down to the so-called idols they did back in the Old Testament, you know, anything like that. But we can have other idols in our life. Anything that becomes before God and takes the place of Him can become an idol. And in studying, I've learned that some people think, we think, that worldliness is external. The places we go the people we associate with, certain activities. But worldliness is also internal because it begins in the heart. It is characterized by three attitudes, like the verse I just quoted in 1 John 2, 15-17. Number one, craving for physical pleasure. Number two, craving for everything we see in and accumulating things bound to the God of materialism. And we all know we're not going to be able to take those things with us. Number three, pride in our achievements and possessions. And like I said before, not, not saying we can't feel joy in our achievements, but it's wrong when we become obsessed with those things, with our status and our importance. Don't allow those things to get in the way of moving forward with God. That's my advice to you today. Trust me. I'm talking from experience. When we begin to move forward, God opens doors. But first you have to ask him to show you what he wants you to do. And if you're already doing something, he might want you to move on to something else and keep doing the same thing and plus something else. But I'll tell you right now, it's well worth it. It's well worth it. And there is no need to be afraid because there may be a few obstacles. There may be a bit of resistance, but we can't turn back from what we're doing for the Lord. And like I said earlier, Satan does not want us to move forward. He will use people sometimes to discourage us. Mm -hmm. And he will even use Christians to discourage us. Mm -hmm. But don't be afraid. You keep going. You keep going in the Lord. So I guess the message today and all this month has been simple. Move forward. Keep pressing on. Keep pressing on in the things of God. Everybody has something, a gift or a talent that you can use. Sometimes it may not be very clear to you. So just ask the Lord and he will show you. And you know that we do have a responsibility to grow in the Lord. If you get time sometime today, read Hebrews chapter 5 verses 12 and 13. Now, in studying, I read that the Bible repeatedly teaches us to be mature in Christians. We are supposed to be mature, We are in many ways, all of which helps us to bring glory to God. It helps us to fulfill our purpose while we're here on earth. We have a job to do. Each one of us has a job to do, and someday we'll have to give it again to the Lord, ourselves, Will it be the only one standing before God and giving the care to him? We are supposed to be learning how to imitate Christ mm-hmm. and not loving others like Christ. Keeping the commandments, growing in holiness like Christ, and yes, even sometimes suffering like Christ. In all these ways, we will be growing spiritually and we will be moving forward. Now, in closing, I want to talk to those of us who are serving God, who have given their lives to God. But maybe you haven't made the step to be baptized. Pastor Tracy, Pastor Bray has been talking about baptism this past month. And maybe you haven't made that step. Maybe you haven't moved forward in doing that. Or maybe you want to be baptized again to rededicate yourself. That can happen too. And this is also, like I said, moving forward. Moving forward in your walk with God. Now, we know baptism doesn't save us, but it is what Jesus did. And he did it to signify his commitment to God. And that's what, it, that's what it's for. It signifies our commitment to the world that we're making God uh, the God of our lives. Um, so we can move forward in this area. So anyway, like I said in closing, um, we've been talking about moving forward today, and I hope that something that was said will help you to do that. I always say these aren't my words, these are the Lord's. Mm -hmm. And uh, you take it and go with it and think on it and pray about it and ask God what he would have you to do. For his kingdom so let us pray heavenly father today we thank you once again for this beautiful day in all your many many blessings lord where would we be father without you father help us to move forward in you help us to do the things that you are calling us to do help us not to be afraid but to step out and do those things and those with those gifts and talents that you have given each and every one of mm-hmm. us, Lord. And help us to just trust you and lean on you, Lord. And as I said, Father, all those that are here today, may you bless their hearts and go with them as they leave this place today. Keep us all safe. Yes. And just ask you for your many blessings on everyone. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Amen. So, did anybody have anything they, I guess that was it today?